Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Your host for the Northfield Podcast is me, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of this broadcast today. Sit back and relax, and let's dive in together. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule today to listen to the broadcast today. Um, wanted to do a part two. I, I just posted a, a podcast not too long ago about uh, we need godly husbands, we need godly fathers, and we got need godly men. Um, and I want to do a part two because there are two sexes. We need godly wives. We need godly mothers, and we need godly women. And let's just face the facts. I, I know that I said that men are the pastors of their homes, which they are. But here's the thing. A bulk of the time, women are in the home more. Women can come alongside. And this is where God, when God says that a woman is a help meet, it doesn't mean that she's less in the kingdom of God or, or, or a second class citizen. It just means that she has the ability to come alongside the husband in a biblical sense and help train the children. Like she has the ability to impact culture by training godly children. Like I really do think that women have an incredible role in the ability to foster and, and train and disciple children uh, in, in, that are growing up in the world in which we live. We have the ability to have godly women who train children at home. There's nothing more important than a woman who is helping train godly children. Um, I'm going to go out of, sec- or out of Titus chapter 2 as well for women um, and their their roles and what they should be doing. So second, or golly, I keep wanting to say second, Titus 2, uh, starting in verse 3 of chapter 2. Older women, likewise, are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderous or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good so as so to train the young women to love their husbands and children and to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind and submissive to their own husbands that the word of God may not be reviled. So <clears throat> let's just unpack that. So older women, we the sages of the female gender, uh, older women coming in and what? Coming alongside and teaching younger women what it looks like to be a godly woman, a Proverbs 31 woman. In fact, so we can unpack this, I want us to go over just for a second and see Proverbs chapter 31. So we're going to start in verse 10 of Proverbs 31. An excellent wife who can find. She is more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm. All the days of her life. So the first thing that we see out of the gate in Proverbs chapter 31, if you're wanting to be, you know, because there's so many women right now, they're like, I want to be a Proverbs 31 woman. Well, then don't talk trash against your husband. Don't don't come against your husband in such a way that is slanderous. Um, you, My mother, I used to remember, she said, I hated getting around women's groups because all they like to do is trash their husbands. A Proverbs 31 woman does not do that. An excellent wife Who can find it? She is more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her. Her husband's heart 
trusts her. Like she can go out and be a part of things and he trusts her and says, man, she's not going to come against me in any fashion or any form. She's not going to try to belittle me or emasculate or hurt me or wound me. My heart trusts her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm. So that's the first thing out of the gate. Like when you see this idea of being a Proverbs 31 woman, like this is it. You're, you're going to you're going to take care of your husband. You're going to love him well. You're not going to belittle him and and tear him apart. You're going to love him and build him up. Um, Verse 13 says that she seeks wool and flax and and works with her hands willingly. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises while yet it is night. Like this means that she's not lazy. Like she's ready to work. She's re- she's willing to do what is necessary to take care of her home and take care of her, 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 literally the kingdom that she's in. Like she's got a kingdom in her home and the kingdom is to build that up and, and to build her home up and to see that home flourish. The reason homes are falling apart is because women aren't flourishing in the home. I'm just trying to get them out. Listen, I'm not against women in the workplace. I'm, I'm just not. I'm not that guy. But man, when you neglect your home and it falls apart and your kids and your husband are just you know in shambles because you have no desire to want to serve and love and, 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 and nurture, that's a problem. Like the text says, man, she's like a ship a ship of merchants. She brings her food from afar. She rises while it's yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She sees she's not only taking care of her house and her and her the people in her house, but she's out there taking care of friends that are close by her, people that are that are close by. She considers a field and buys it. So like this woman has the ability to, to make business deals and do things that are, that are, you know, I said, I'm not against women in careers. Like this text explicitly shows that, man, this woman's working in business. She's doing stuff that's going to um, build up her household. And she's out working, doing things that need to happen in order for her household to flourish. Um, I love verse 17 it says she, she dresses herself with strength. Like there's no such thing as having a weak woman. Uh, most women are, some of the women are almost every woman that I know is strong in, in, in every sense of the way. And I love this. She makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. So she's out working. She's making things happen. Like this is what we need to have a godly woman, godly wives, godly mothers who are investing in their homes and building their homes up. I just, over and over and over again, you see this this beautiful text of a woman who's not lazy, not um, worried about um, what other people think. I mean, she's focused on making sure her husband and her kids are flourishing, and as a result of those things flourishing, she flourishes. Like, think about this: if you're as a mother, if your husband is flourishing and your kids are flourishing, man, you naturally flourish as well. You don't. Uh, you don't hate it. Like mo- the women that I know personally, their husbands are flourishing and their kids are flourishing. They're not in the corner going, golly, my life is horrible. It's just, it just, just stinks being me. No, they're like, man, I love my life. When a woman's husband and a woman's kids flourish, man, she flourishes along with them. Now, if the husband is beat down and the kids are just exhausted and beat down as well, guess what? She's not going to be happy. You're going to find a bitter, angry, cranky woman. And, 
Like, it's just... The text keeps going, verse uh, 27, or I'm sorry, 26. Like, I love this, this idea that she, like, the way she communicates with other people. She opens her mouth and wisdom comes out. The teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Like, the idea of this is, and she's not vengeful, she's not spiteful, she's not out trying to, you know, hey, did I tell you what? The lady down the street's doing, and she's not trying to like stir up drama. When she opens her mouth, wisdom comes out, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her household. Back to this idea in verse 27 that her, she's after her household. She's trying to make sure her house is flourishing and, and does not eat the bread of idleness. Back to she's not lazy. Like she's trying to make her house look well. Her children rise up and call her blessed. As a result of this, and her husband also, and he praises her. He praises her. Many women have done excellently, but you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful. Beauty is vain. But a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. That's the ultimate thing here. A woman who fears the Lord, serves the Lord, worships Jesus Christ. This is the goal. This is the goal as as what we need in culture. We need godly women who are going to be in the home just building up the gospel, teaching the gospel in the home. Like this is this is important. Charm is deceitful, beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord, she is to be praised. Give her of the fruits of her hand and let her works praise her in the gates. So women who do this, women who live this, this is what we need in the church. We need women who are committed in a gospel-centered community, who are willing to invest in a gospel-centered community, and when women do this in the context of a gospel-centered community and in their homes, they are going to flourish, and the people that they are a part of are going to flourish as well. So, man, I just want to encourage you ladies, like, teach older ladies, teach younger women how to do this. Like, re- actually read Proverbs 31 and look at the things that, of starting in uh, verse 10 through verse 31, and look at how a woman is to be. Look at what a godly wife, what a godly mother, and what a godly woman looks like. That's that's going to win the day. You want to win your husband's heart, ladies? Like, here it is. Here it is. Live in this fashion. Live in this way. If you want to win your husband, you want to win your kids, Proverbs chapter 31, verses 10 through 31. Just engraft that text onto your heart and just walk in that truth and know that Jesus Christ is more than sufficient to get you from the point where you are to the point where he wants you to be. And that's to to live in such a way that shows off the gospel to your household and to the community around you. And I can promise you when that happens, it's going to change culture. It's going to completely transform culture. You look at you look at biblical communities where women and men both are doing what they're supposed to be doing, husbands leading and pastoring their homes, and then women who are coming alongside and fostering an environment of, of building up their homes and, and nurturing their homes, and you're going to see massive wins. You're going to see such positive, massive, godly, biblically-centered wins. And that's, going to, that's how you transform the world. You change a culture by changing the home. And the home is made up of men and women. You've got to have a husband, you've got to have a wife, you've got to have a father, you've got to have a mother. 
That's that's how this works. You say, well, Caleb, I'm widowed or I'm a widower. Then do as it says in Titus chapter two, older men, older women, teach the younger women. Ladies that are older who maybe don't have a husband anymore. This is when you should get involved. Like get in the room in church and start saying, hey, this is what it looks like to be a godly woman. Here's what it looks like to be a godly mother. Here's what it looks like to be a godly wife. Here's what you need to do. And from the text, show what that means. Teach. Don't 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 slow down as an older woman. Invest now. You have that opportunity to say, this is what, here's the mistakes I made. Here's where I sinned and here's where I repented and here's where God transformed my life here. And then teach what it looks like to be a respectful, reverent, godly woman. And you're going to change the culture of your neighborhood. You're going to change the culture of your church. It's going to be incredible. So that's my hope for you as women. We need you. We need godly wives. We need godly mothers. And we need godly women. Love you all. You guys need to check out my friends at Outpost Coffee. They have an incredible caffeinated beverage that will not let you down. The warmer weather is here with spring. Go get yourself a cold false trail or a warm vanilla latte like you can't beat it i mean if you don't like the fancy stuff just grab yourself a house drip you can't beat it check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com that's outpostcoffeeco.com